other song. Our New Testament reading for tonight is found in Luke, so if you have your Bibles, go ahead and find Luke chapter 1. I'm going to read Mary's song to us, and this is our New Testament reading for tonight's service, and then I have just a few things I want to share with us about Mary's song. So Luke chapter 1. I'm going to start at verse 46, and I'm going to read down to verse 55. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. Well, the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God will endure forever and ever and ever. And God's people said, Amen. I have always loved author and pastor Tim Keller's definition of worship. A lot of great definitions of worship out there. His has got to be at the top of my favorite definitions of, of worship. It's, it's simple. This is what he says. This is what Tim Keller says worship is. He says, I ponder I ponder God's worth, and then I do something about it. That's his definition. Simple. I ponder God's worth, and then I do something about it. Well, many, if not all of you in this room, know that Mary was a ponderer. Ponderer. She thought deeply about things. Ponder is not a word that we use. How many of you have used that in the last month? Like you're, you're at work and you're like, hey, have you pondered that lately? Did you ponder the game the other day? You know, we just don't use that word ponder. But it brings forth a powerful thought of thinking deeply and carefully about something. And it's a description of Mary, the one who wrote the song, that I just read to us. In fact, Luke would say in the next chapter, after the birth of Jesus, after the angels have sung, after that has all happened and the shepherds came and they rejoiced when they saw the baby in the manger, Luke would say in Luke 2.19, he would say that Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. Thinking deeply and carefully about all these things. I just read to us Mary's song. This is one of the earliest Christmas hymns. And as she 
said this, sang this, wrote this, the thought of Gabriel's visit must have been fresh on her mind. It hadn't been that long since Gabriel had announced to her this virgin young lady that she was going to be pregnant with God made flesh. That's something to ponder, huh? That's something to think deeply about. So Mary is pondering that. I'm sure she's thinking about what the angel said to her. I'm sure she's pondering perhaps how she's going to tell Joseph this news a little bit later. She's pondering these things in her heart. She is on her way to see Elizabeth, who is old, advanced in years, and pregnant. Another miracle from the hand of God. And she arrives here, and maybe she's wondering, maybe she's thinking, we're not sure here, but maybe she's wondering, is this is this real? What Gabriel said? I mean, it seems so real. Is this really going to happen? Like, am I really going to carry and give birth to the Savior of the world? Maybe she's wondering that on her trip to see Elizabeth. She's got a little bit of a journey here from her hometown of Nazareth to visit her relative Elizabeth. Maybe she's thinking those things. Was it all a dream? Well, as soon as she arrives, boom, the realization, yeah, this really is going to happen, occurs when Elizabeth says to her right before the passage I read to us tonight, right before that, says, the baby in my womb leapt for joy at the sound of your voice. You, you, Mary, are blessed among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. So all of a sudden, the realization, yes, this is true, this is real, it's going to happen, I'm I'm having the Messiah, I really am pregnant by the power of the Holy Spirit, all that the angel has said is going to come true, and she gives this song that we just looked at. She bursts forth in this song. She composes a song to celebrate what is happening to her. We call it the Magnificat. That's what it's called. Mary's song. It comes from verse 46. My soul magnifies. The Magnificat is Latin for magnifies. She worships. She praises. She's amazed. It just comes forth from her. We have no idea if it's spontaneous, like just as, as soon as Elizabeth talks to her, she can't help herself and she just breaks forth in this. We don't know if it's spontaneous or if she's been pondering this all along on the journey and just now just says forth what's been on her heart and on her mind after Elizabeth greets her. We don't know, but it is an amazing song. Amazing song. Amazing hymn, amazing poetry, amazing psalm, and it's chock full of praise for God, and it's filled with Scripture, filled with Scripture. Mary knew her Bible. You realize in this, in this short song, I mean, you can look at it right there, verses 46 to 55, this is a brief song All of the songs we've sang so far and are still going to sing are longer than this song. Do you realize in this song, right here, right now, she quotes from 
or alludes to. You ready for this? Mary knew her Bible. She quotes from or alludes to Genesis, Deuteronomy, 1st and 2nd Samuel, Job, Psalms, Isaiah, Ezekiel, Micah, Habakkuk, and Zephaniah. She crams the Bible into her song. Amazing. Amazing. I just want us to, to ponder. Can we, can we, will you, will you ponder? You're thinking, I don't know. I don't really like to think deeply about much at all. It's getting kind of late. I don't like to think deeply about it. I, I get it. Will you pause and ponder just for a couple of minutes with me what Mary says about God in her song? Are you ready? You ready to ponder? No? Yes? Ponder. Just look at this for a minute. Ponder his greatness. It's the first thing I want you to look at. Ponder his greatness. Mary ponders through this entire song, the greatness of God. This song is about God. This song is about what God has done, what he is doing, what he's yet to do, and she is pondering his greatness. You guys do realize that Christmas isn't really about visiting relatives, right? You realize that? It's not, I hate to burst some bubbles here, it's not about elves making toys, I'm sorry. Which always makes me think like, of Legolas making toys. Just, just weird. Or his dad. That'd be really weird. Yeah, it's not about that. It's not about walking in a winter wonderland. It's just not about that stuff, you know? It's not about naughty or nice lists, aren't you glad? You know, because of Jesus, Jesus crumpled up the naughty and nice list and threw it out, amen? Yeah, it's not about that good thing. It's not about gingerbread houses, not about stockings that are hung with care, not about gifts wrapped under the tree that cats and puppies destroy. It's not about that stuff. It really isn't. It's not about Christmas plays where kids forget their lines. It happens, right? Does that happen? It happens. It's not about that. Those are all traditions, some better than others, but they are not about the real thing. The real thing is about the greatness of God. And Mary gives credit to God for what he is doing in this song. She gives credit for everything that's happening, for, for the fact that he has been so gracious to her that all generations will, will think highly of her because of what has happened. He's, she's giving credit to him for the baby in, in her womb, for the fact that he's blessed her, for the salvation that is coming. It just bursts from within her about his greatness. Her words are carefully chosen. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. It just comes out of her. She's thinking about his greatness. He has done great things for me, she says. Holy is his name. Have you pondered his greatness? Or have you been distracted by parking lots and busy malls and Christmas cards and things that you Wished you could have got done, but now you realize it's the night before the night before Christmas and you haven't got to it yet. Guess what? You're not gonna. 
Have you been distracted by all that's going on? Have you been distracted by all those things that Justin mentioned just a few minutes ago? If so, pause like Mary and ponder his greatness. Oh, enjoy the season. Please do. Please do. Don't be a Grinch. Enjoy the season. Enjoy it. Gather with your family, but ponder. Ponder this. A pregnant young virgin. A pregnant young virgin composes a song that reminds us of the greatness of God. Ponder that. Ponder his greatness. That's the first thing. Second, ponder his might. God is mighty. He is mighty. He brings down the proud. You, you see what she's singing about here in her song, that, that he is, he's mighty. And, and his, verse 51, he has shown strength with his arm. He scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. God is mighty. He defies Herod. He uses Caesar like a pawn on a chessboard. I mean, that's our God. He uses the Roman Empire. He shifts through history to bring Jesus to Bethlehem. He fulfills prophecy like it's nobody's business. Like, boom, he just does that. He is mighty. God is mighty. Ponder his might. He specializes. Listen, he specializes in the impossible. Old lady, pregnant, virgin, pregnant. God does the impossible. Ponder his might. Don't be like the world that gets captivated with celebrities, captivated with power, captivated with riches. Clearly he, clearly he is mighty and sovereign over all of that here in Mary's song. Don't put your hope in the might of your bank account. You are going to be disappointed. Can I get a little amen for that? You are. You're like, man, I spent too much again at Christmas. Do not put your hope in something fleeting like your bank account. You will be disappointed. Please do not put your hope in your own might. Look at yourself. <laughs> do that when you get home. Like, just look at yourself. Look at me. There's not much here. Do not put your hope in your own strength or in your own might. Put your hope in God. Certainly don't put your hope in any politicians or politics anywhere, anytime, any place. You already know that doesn't work, right? Doesn't work. Doesn't work. He brings down thrones. He lifts up the humble. He is not impressed with power and authority and riches and money and things that impress people in our culture. He's not impressed with that at all. The baby here, the baby in the womb, the baby in Mary's womb as she's composing this song, that baby, he will outlast any kingdom of his government. There shall be no end, none. Ponder his might. It is a wonderful Christmas mystery wrapped in the sovereignty of God that his might, his might is seen in a newborn baby. This is crazy. Who would come up with this stuff? It's got to be God. 
saves the world in this manner? A fragile, newborn child? Nothing looks weaker than a newborn, and yet that is an expression of God's might. I mean, newborns are weak. They, they can't do anything but, but cry and sleep and go to the bathroom. It's all they can do, usually in that order. Cry, sleep, go to the bathroom, and you've got to clean up a mess later, right? Right, parents? Isn't that right? Yeah, some moms are like, amen, that's exactly right. And yet, here we see he has shown strength with his arm is one of the lyrics from Mary's song. He has shown strength with his arm. A skinny, little, frail, fragile baby's arm is the strong arm of God. Ponder that. Ponder that while you're sipping coffee on Christmas morning next to your Christmas tree. Ponder that, that child, that infant, that newborn is the might of God. One last thing. One last thing. Ponder His mercy. Twice. Twice in her song, Mary mentions the mercy of God. Twice she references this truth about God. His mercy is for those who fear Him. And then at the end, she is grateful that God remembers His mercy. And her own admittance that God is her Savior stands out. Mary needed a Savior just like you need a Savior. She understands that she needs His mercy. She understands that she needs what God is providing here, His mercy and His salvation. Christmas is ultimately about God's sheer, undeserved, raw mercy. Ponder that. That's what Christmas is about. It is about the mercy of God that has been given here through the womb of a virgin girl. Mercy is brought into this world. The mercy of God. She understands that she needs a Savior. How about you? You understand that? Clearly heard Justin share the gospel. You must cry out for mercy to receive the mercy that is only available through this child who was born, born of a virgin, born to die, a cross for you and for me. Christmas is ultimately about that sheer undeserved mercy. Mercy is seen, friends listen to this, mercy is seen in a birth outside of a crowded inn in Bethlehem. Mercy is seen there. Mercy is seen in a birth outside of a crowded inn in Bethlehem, but mercy is seen in a death on a hill outside of a crowded Jerusalem. Birth, death, bookends for God's mercy. Right there, found in the baby who is in the womb of this songwriter, Mary, his mom. And don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget that, that, that we have Christmas because of sin. I mean, that's really why we have Christmas. That's, that's what this is all about. That's what this song is about. That's what the prophecy in the Old Testament was about, the coming Messiah. Don't, don't forget that we have Christmas because of sin. Or maybe a better way to say it is we have Christmas because of God's response to our sin. 
Maybe that's a better way to put it. That's why we have Christmas. That's why Jesus has come. God's response to our sin was to send His Son to deliver us, to rescue us, to save us, to forgive us, to do for us what we could not do for ourselves. The old hymn says, Come ye sinners, poor and wretched, weak and wounded, sick and sore. Jesus ready stands to save you, full of pity, joined with power. That is only possible because of God's mercy. Revealed in an amazing way through this song that Mary composed after she found out that she was going to bear the Messiah. And she saw the bigger picture. One of the great things about the Magnificat is that Mary, she she goes quickly broader than just herself. Oh, she's grateful for what God has done. He has done great things for me. Uh, He he looked upon the humblest state of his servant. She, She realizes that God's been very, very good to her, but she broadens that to realize his mercy is for the people of Israel. He's here to help. He's here to save. He's here to deliver. She realizes that. She sees the bigger picture. She sees the mercy of God. That's what Christmas is about. That's what this song reminds us of. That's what you and I should ponder. God's greatness. His might. And His mercy. So let's sing. Let's sing of His mercy. Let's sing like like Mary did. Let's celebrate his might like, like Mary did. Let's make much of his greatness like Mary did. So let's, let's go ahead and, and, and rock around some Christmas tree. Can you do that? You want to do that? Let's go ahead and do that. Just, just do it because you've pondered his greatness and his might and his mercy and you want to do something about it. Go ahead and deck the halls. Whatever that means. Go ahead. There's so many weird lyrics in old Christmas songs. Go ahead and deck the halls. Roast some chestnuts on an open fire. That's your thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. And if you can find a one-horse sleigh, have at it. But listen, do it because, like Mary, you're a ponderer and you're thinking about these things and you're grateful for the grace and the mercy of God. Ponder God's worth and do something about it. This Christmas, in fact, this night, let's raise our voices. Let's raise our voices. Let's praise the Lord. Let's do it like Mary did and say, my soul, my soul magnifies the Lord for He has done great things for us. Let's do that. Would you stand please as I pray for us and we sing together very appropriately praising the Lord who does great things.